The Calendar Thief by Pete Medawar Episode 11 Vermilion Mist How different we were coming here. Here was the spot where an effervescent Dylan had greeted them as they came up from the mist. Lily remembered his great smile as he'd brought the horses to them. Now his pony was carrying the great finder's bags and the satyr lay across Celeste's saddle his fists clenched at his sides. Celeste stroked his cheek. Come on, you're the horserer. Lily had never heard her sound so sad. Still, the angel brightened up. At least we've lost Marcus. I can't believe he just left us. He panicked. Now we'll see how we can do without him. But Celeste... He saved you from the cynic back at the rock pool. The angel rolled her eyes. I was in complete control. And he helped me find Dylan and the haystack. Celeste held up a sack. If he wants this back, he'll have to come and find us. What's in there? The angel led her horse to the embankment, skirting the misty hollow. Lily followed her over a ridge lined with stooping grey trees. She was still feeling upset with Marcus for going off and leaving them. At least they were heading in the direction of the forest, putting more distance between them and the spiders. Yet as the path widened, Lily was keeping an eye out for trapdoors. Perhaps they'd ride across a thread, and a tarantula the size of an elephant would leap out and... Lily shook her head. As they rode on, Celeste bent over Dylan, listening to his heart. She looked weary. Perhaps we can try something else, Lily was thinking. She closed her eyes, trying to remember a first aid course she'd done at school. Celeste held up her hand and stopped her horse. Pepper was so close, he almost bumped into her. What is it? The angel closed her eyes, listening. Celeste? Hmm, I thought I heard something. Celeste ruffled Dylan's hair. We need to get him to the forest. Her face grew grimmer and grimmer as they rode on. Lily drew alongside her. Why isn't he waking up like you said he would? Celeste gave a bleak smile. That spider was younger than I thought. So? The angel dismounted and laid the satyr out on the grass. An older spider would have given Dylan just enough to paralyze. But younger spiders don't regulate their venom. They can't. She was overenthusiastic. She put too much into the bite. Lily was feeling worse than back at the spider burrows. So what can we do? The angel tapped Dylan's forehead, then stood up. He needs something now. Stay here. But Celeste tensed, flew up into the air, and disappeared. Lily had gone from being in a company of four to a company of one. So much had changed with the twitch of a trapdoor. Now she had to guard the sick finder. She felt vulnerable and alone, and even angrier at Marcus for abandoning them. Lily knelt on the grass,
holding the satyr's hand in her lap. His nut-brown skin was fading to grey. Come on, Dylan. We need you. I need you, you idiot. Her eyes welled with tears. She rubbed her nose with her arm. Tell you what, when you wake up, when you get better, we'll go out and find your girlfriend in Knifewood. All the time, she was hoping for some sign, a manic smile, but Dylan didn't move. His face was twisted in shock, his eyes shut against the horrors of the silken lair. The spider's fangs had left livid welts on his back. Lily had read somewhere about snake venom and how you were meant to keep the bite above the level of the heart. Or was it below? She couldn't remember. There was nothing to lose, so she took hold of the satyr's warm paws and tried lifting him upside down. But Dylan was too heavy. In frustration, Lily turned him onto his back, then onto his front. She shook him. A voice came from behind, startling her. Should have thought of this before. Celeste was searching through Dylan's saddlebags. Lily felt a ray of hope. Did you find anything? The angel pulled out a familiar leaf, crouched over the satyr and rubbed it against the spider bite. Lily was excited. Vampire leaves? Well, they enjoy blood, so let's see if they work for venom. Celeste rubbed in some more, then pinched the satyr's cheek. He didn't respond. She grimaced, then loaded him up onto her horse. Lily was determined to be hopeful. Did you find the glade again, the frass grass? Not yet. Celeste forced a smile. I'm pretty sure it was this way. The ride was becoming a nightmare for Lily. She hated not knowing where she was or where she was going, and Celeste didn't look confident. The air was still and hot. Faint sounds came from the mist, a plop of exploding gas, a bubbling hiss. Or was it a giggle? Were those the whispers of predators, tracking them? Can spiders giggle? No. Those weren't spiders. Lily could hear Celeste muttering ahead of her. Yeah, they eat their food fresh. Venom can't be lethal. She'd want to eat him alive. Lily's spirits grew lower and lower as the angel's voice faltered, running out of optimism. Celeste kept picking up Dylan's hand and it kept flopping back onto the saddle. As they pressed across the grey ridge, Lily felt weak and defeated, tired and hungry. They heard a sound. Soon, it levelled off to a deep humming. Lily sat up. Celeste pointed down to the mist and Lily saw a green glow flickering about like lightning on a cloudy day. The angel studied it. Vermilion. Huh? A million? Celeste rode slower, sped up, then slowed down again. Lily sensed she was grappling with conflicting emotions. Lily wanted to go down the slope. Who is it? Can they help Dylan? Celeste shook her head sadly. 
Are you sure? The angel closed her eyes. Lily gripped her reins and rode Pepper full tilt down the slope. Soon she was swallowed up in the creamy white, but she could still make out a faint green hue. The ground didn't sink under Pepper's hooves. As she rode on, the humming grew louder, deep and melodic. The light seemed to crackle like flames. She burst out of the mist. The light vanished. The humming cut out. Lily was alone in the thick silence. She took a deep, shuddering breath, frustrated. The humming started again, nearby to her left. Again she saw the green light. She spurred Pepper on and burst through the mist. She caught a glimpse of flames. Then it was snuffed out. Lily slumped over her reins. A hot rage rose inside her. We need help! A friend is dying, please! She imagined Dylan going cold in the saddle and gave a rasping sob. She heard a snort at her shoulder. A horse appeared, and she saw Celeste reach into a sack and draw out Marcus's staff. The angel clicked out the crossbow and handled Lily a click candle. Hold this. Celeste clicked at the light and held the burning wick to Marcus's staff. The end flared up like a firework. The angel fired the crossbow up into the air. The bolt burst over their heads in a shower of sparks. They heard voices arguing with one another, at first loud, then losing interest, growing fainter. Lily was losing patience. Just help him, he's our friend. Her voice broke. He's our friend and he's really, really ill. That's it, Lily slumped. We tried, this is the end. Suddenly, they were bathed in green light. Lily sat up. Nice one, said Celeste. They were surrounded by eyes.